Okay, there we go, everyone. Good morning. Very, very warm welcome to today's daily pre-market trade plan live session, which is your opportunity to uh, for us to be as prepared as we can for any high probability trades that might come our way. Um, as you know, we're we're very much in kind of bubble territory as far as these uh, equity markets are concerned. Um, we we don't have that much confirmation elsewhere when we look across the bond markets, when we look across the dollar. Um, so the focus in terms of um, uh, this very, very bullish euphoria mentality where there is an influx of capital even at elevated, pri elevated prices, um, that's a concerning dynamic for us as traders. It's it's uh, we'd like to see more of a, of a kind of a normal dynamic where markets could play out in line with, uh, I suppose, fundamental developments. For example, on Tuesday, um, when we saw inflation come in actually higher than what what the markets generally expected, and although we had an initial move to the downside, it was very short lived. It reversed and is still reversing now. Uh, really quite aggressively. So anytime these markets roll over to the downside, there is excessive buying still at practically at all-time highs. So that's um, that's kind of a concerning dynamic. However, we know that these markets can continue to make higher highs for who knows how long. And um, so, yeah, so we do have a really challenging dynamic at the minute. Uh, let's explain in a little bit more detail. We'll start, of course, with our risk warning. Take a brief moment to familiarize yourself with our risk warning currently up on the screen. There's a couple of really important signs that we need to look out for. It, it, it's The first one is around that inflation story. If, if that remains sticky, um, the Fed have a problem, these markets have a problem, these elevated prices on these tech stocks have a big problem, um, the equity markets themselves, the basket of of indices are um, or equities are, are, are going to be in, in significant trouble. But what we saw on Tuesday was a disregard for actually inflation that's coming in a little bit higher than expected. So it's that it's that resilience that's just feeding through. It's that euphoria, economic nirvana, whatever sort of phrase you want to put on it. Um, I'm sure you will look at the state of all of our economies and know with the amount of debt and, and the lack of resources and um, uh, some of the supply side constraints that are going on, um, war in Ukraine, war in, uh, in the Middle East, you'll know that we're not, that these equity markets that are all-time highs, you, know, you could reasonably question whether they should be at all-time highs at times like this. Now, we've got this AI steam train that's really plowing through. It's dragging everything with it. Um, however, the performance of 496, no, 492 potentially um, companies within the S&P 500, for example, performing not as well as obviously those six or seven massive tech stocks. So it is... A, Quite a strange dynamic. Um, it, obviously, if you adopted a, a buy-only approach, um, you'd be doing quite well. If you if you're wanting to integrate some of the market fundamentals, which would suggest that these markets would do perhaps soften a little bit, 
when they reverse really aggressively. Um, there's nothing really overly inappropriate about our analysis, about our positioning. Um, we're just not really getting uh, any joy out of these markets whatsoever. Now, our trade size is broadly lower and our trade frequency is not as we're not loading up on these markets in any way, shape or form. So we are taking steps to mitigate the, the, the environment a little bit. Now, what's important when you take a, a few losing trades, it's important that you still remain focused on the next high probability trade and really assess it for what it is. And that's what this session is going to be able to do. So it's not all about, you know, continuing to generate profits all the time. You do go through periods like this. We're going through a period now. You'll see how we come out the other end and how we'll be able to capitalize on some decent moves further down the line. Okay, so um, so all profitable traders they need to consider, of course, market you know, trade selection. Where which markets do we focus our attention on? We, we've we've had such a, a long focus now on the U.S. dollar. It is where all the activity is. It is where the uh, the biggest moves occur, and um, it's. I'd like to say it's a more stable environment, even though the last what, couple of weeks probably wouldn't perhaps suggest that to any great extent, but um, we still have a strong focus on US indices. Then it's about where do we enter and exit these markets? Um, what, what risk management approaches can we adopt? Like I said, lower trade size, um, uh, trade frequency, you know, if we have five opportunities that we can exploit. Maybe we look at two or three of them. We're not really going to load up, um, I think is, is another method to uh, to manage risk a little bit. Trade management, we've had no ability to manage any trade for the last couple of weeks. And this is what's a bit sort of um, a bit hard to swallow. Normally you get a price moving in your favor. It kind of pulls back, it creates a low high and you get extension and then you can start mitigating risk on those trades. We've not had, I don't think in any of the trades in the last two weeks we've, we've been looking at, we've had any opportunity to manage each trade. Again, slightly unusual type of environment that. And then trading psychology, you know, who is buying these markets repeatedly? Um, well, you know, and certainly who, who wants to bend over backwards to buy markets that are really, really expensive? Well, there's quite a significant cohort, especially in the US, that are bending over backwards to do that. We're getting um, massive cash flows from hedge funds, um, uh, institu inst institutional banks. They're, they're, they're piling on in. For now, that seems to be the, the, the net. It's quite difficult for us as retail traders. Um, you've got all your 401ks who they take a bit of they chop off a bit of everyone's wage and they put it into their retirement fund. So you have all that capital continuing to pile in and it's not rational to buy at these very significant highs, but yet that's what's happening. And we're seeing higher highs after higher highs without any real sort of corrective phase whatsoever. So yeah, it's, um, it's definitely challenging and, uh, there will be a time when this psychology begins to shift. And people won't be so willing to to buy all-time highs. We're just waiting for the catalyst. We think inflation could be one, unemployment numbers could be two. They're, these are these are really important data points that we are going to be looking for um, in the coming weeks and months.
So we address these considerations every day in our live trade rooms. And as you know, we're strong advocates of being consistent in our approach, accurate with the levels we use, disciplined with our capital, and of course, be patient as well. So let's bring up our, our charts then. Um, no, sorry, we'll bring up Forex Factory first. We've just, um, we do have some more inflation data due out today, of course. So if I scroll down, um, yesterday we had um, inflation come in a little bit lower than expected. Good news for the for the Bank of England in terms of feeding into that narrative to start dropping rates. Uh, however, one day later, bad news for the oh sorry, this is uh, this is GDP. So we had inflation coming in lower. We had GDP. Um, this is month on month coming in negative, although it's slightly better than previous. So um, we're in negative territory again. Lower inflation, a struggling economy. The BOE might be gearing up towards lowering um, uh, interest rates. And then we get a really, really quite positive retail sales number just out of the blue. You can see that we've, this, this overshadows really um, anything over the last two and a half years, nearly three years. So um, yeah, really a very significant number. It, it, it's not enough. It doesn't have a, a massive impact in terms of the overall UK economy, um, retail sales, but it is a feature that sends you a mixed signal. So it's, let's see how that plays out. Um, yesterday, as far as the dollar's concerned, again, it was a bit of up and down. We had core retail sales and coming in much more negative than expected. Again, that's not, that's not great for the US economy. And then Empire Manufacturing is um, not as bad as we thought. Philly Fed manufacturing is coming in positive. And then we've got unemployment claims coming in slightly lower than expected. So a really strong jobs market. So no movement yet on the jobs front. Um, I mentioned the, uh, these uh, US bond yields. So we still have um, inverted markets, of course. Um, the the size, the difference between the two and the ten year is is growing all the time, increasing kind of concerns and risks. And certainly, these markets with with this kind of current price action, which is you know, edging higher, is not really good for equ this equity rally, which is. We like to get a certain sort of coherent view of these markets from an indice to bond market to, to, to US dollar type of dynamic with commodities as well. We want them to sort of fit together. And it's, it's kind of a broken jigsaw at the moment. Um, now, the, the, these equity prices need to see these uh, treasury yields rolling over to the downside and getting a little bit of softening yesterday. But broadly speaking, these are remaining really quite indecisive as things currently stand. So therein lies the, the difficulty for, I suppose, traders like us with what we want to see. We're not just exclusively focusing on the S&P 500. We, we do want to see correlation fit together quite nicely. So a bit of a mixed bag yesterday for the, for the US. Now, today we've got 
PPI, so these are input costs. So are they going up or down? Um, uh, are they going up and down? That's a, that's a kind of a big question. Well, it looks like those costs are kind of flatlining. These are monthly. We get the annual cost. We get the... Um, the state of play on an annual basis as far as those input costs you know with with um these conflict in the middle east with these houthi rebels blockades and shipping containers needing to go around uh, the coast of africa increasing um delaying supplies um also increasing cost container shipping costs are, are, are going up and up the whole time so will this play out on these input costs they have the potential to do so and then consumer sentiment so it looks like as if the u.s consumer is certainly increasingly positive let's say um which is what the fed need to see they need to see a strong consumer um and and that's really what we have at the minute with with high wages and low unemployment with inflation not quite coming down as 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 light, as much as everyone would expect, but coming down nonetheless. Okay, so this is the the V-shaped recovery where we're talking about. Um, so this was the rollover off the highs Tuesday, and then we've we've reversed pretty much across the board, as you can see. Now we were wanting to see some sort of continuation in these markets uh, not meant to be um, the indices sorry the uh, the commodities unfortunately we've got a, a bit of a, a question mark over prices at these levels we've got these these resistance levels up here we've got a bit of higher high type um, dynamics in here uh, what we'd probably expect to see if we look at price action over the last few months is crude oil actually rolling back over to the downside we were close to getting that yesterday and then it kind of reversed and looked quite strong but we've got all these moving averages sitting in here an awful lot of resistance up at these highs and really big question mark over these trades um same really for for gold it's really going to depend on what the dollar is doing um and we we just spend significant periods of nothing really in these markets these this is on the uh, the hourly time frame as well where we're currently just drifting sideways uh, for long periods with these markets so so this is really the the, the continuing dynamic uh, what it means is we kind of want to see the back end of this week um, let's see if we get some something to kind of move these markets one way or the other um, it looks like the US indices are going to continue to just continue to grind higher. So we've got a decision to make. You know, do we want to buy these 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 prices up at these highs? Um, the answer is no, not not really. Roll over down the monthly high. We kind of broke through that level, expecting further downside, and it kind of reversed really quite aggressively on Wednesday, and uh, we're still grinding higher. So really, a mixed bag across these markets. That leaves us a 
little bit short, really, as far as putting together some sort of coherent trade plan today. Um, so we've got grinding risk on market conditions, means equities are continuing to push higher. The dollar is, I suppose, grinding lower. It's going to vary from market to market. Um, Okay, so really, um, because of the nature of these markets and there's, we don't really have a coherent backdrop with bond yields and, uh, and the dollar view really as things currently stand, we would like to keep all options open today with US PPI and consumer sentiment numbers uh, due out. Um, So we would like to keep all options open with US PPI and the consumer sentiment numbers due out later today. Um, some days we just get markets like this, guys, and this seems to be one of them. So we'll um, we won't force the issue. We won't be getting in. We won't be chasing any any kind of losing trades. We're we're not we're not we're not in for that in these markets. Um, we are looking for high probability trade setups and. When we get them, we'll pull the trigger. But at the minute, I, I guess the the, the overriding uh, sort of feature in these markets is, is probably patience, unless you want to buy all-time highs, which is not something we, we generally like to do. I agree, it would have proved profitable um, but only in this current kind of strange dynamic will that, you know, will that will that approach work to the extent that it has done? Um, we were anticipating a bit of shift in narrative this week. We haven't got it. We're still in this soft landing, no landing, positive economic data type environment. Corporate earnings still performing reasonably well. Um, risk on, indices higher, not much out of the dollar, not much out of um, bond yields and a, bit, a few question marks over commodities. So it's really US indices that's, uh, that's making all the moves. Um, okay, all right. So look, hopefully we've tried to explain things from our perspective uh, reasonably well. Do let us know, if not, if you've got any questions, Happy to answer them. We're going to switch rooms now as well. Uh, good morning, Colin. Um, we were able to join us yesterday. Okay, I'll listen. No worries whatsoever. We'll um, we'll see you now in in the European um, 
live trade room now in just a second. Okay, good. Okay, so look, on that note, listen, thanks very much for joining us. Um, if we don't see you, we'll uh, enjoy, the good, enjoy the weekend and we'll be back again next week, of course. So for everyone here, uh, take care and we'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.